Hello, beautiful. Welcome to the Worthy Woman Podcast. I'm Aston Simmons. I'm a wife, a mum, and a relationship coach. And I am obsessed with creating relationships that are thriving, passionate, and loving. Even if you have zero time for your partner right now, there's no outside support for your kids. I didn't have that either. You're exhausted. You feel like you're just surviving each day. I hear you, I see you, I feel you, and I get it. And I'm here to help you navigate all of this and more with practical real-life tools and advice to help you feel more loved and supported so that you can conquer your life and your relationships like a queen. Let's get started. What to do if your husband is emotionally unavailable? I'm looking at Adam because you might be surprised, but Adam was extremely emotionally unavailable. We've been together 18 years, 19 years, 19 years now, married for eight. Um, I used to call him a rock, like literally a rock. Yeah. Um, there was there was no emotion coming out of this guy, like mm. nothing. Like it was, I, it, and it, I hear this from women all the time, it is so frustrating to a woman because that's the key thing that a woman wants in a relationship. She, most women want emotional connection. They want emotional intimacy. That's what makes us feel safe. And then we're with these men who, you know, in Adam's defense, he'd never been taught emotional intelligence. He was not in touch with his own feelings. He was really disconnected from himself. So it made it very hard for him to connect to me on that deeper level. Um, and I, women say to me all the time, they're frustrated, they're angry, they're resentful because their partner is like this. And I get it because I felt all of that too, mm. but I wasted too much time feeling just angry and frustrated about it. So I want to share with you how to help crack open your partner because that's literally what it feels like. You know, mm. I described Adam like a rock. So many women mm. have described their husbands to me like a brick. Um, Adam used to tell me he was emotionally constipated, like, so he knew, mm. um, so I want, we want to share with you how we cracked Adam open to really be able to connect to his own emotions for himself and mm. then be able to have emotional intimacy and connection in our relationship because it's huge. It's massive. And it again, massive. like everything else we yeah. teach and Ignite and Unite and all our programs, we're not taught this stuff. Like if you're struggling with this right now in your relationship, it's no wonder. It's not confusing we don't get taught this stuff, which is massive. If yeah. you want to build any relationship, you need to have emotional intelligence. It's so important mm. and we're not taught it, you know, and Adam was the same. He had not been taught how to connect to his own emotions or even, mm. you know, sometimes he didn't even know how to identify what he was feeling. Yeah, and I think a lot of men can relate to that because, you know, there was, there's been a lot of trauma that's been done to both men and women. The entire world is is very wounded right now, but in regards to men we've been told for a long time that it's not manly to feel your emotions or mm. if you're if you cry you're a little baby or and all of these little just get over it man up eat some cement yeah like, all these of these are some things we all heard yeah these are up. all woundings which really have hurt the masculine and and now we've got men running around who are still um acting like little boys really emotionally mm. they've got no idea what's going on inside so this has been a really powerful process for both of us mm but particularly for me to actually identify first what I'm feeling and then be able to express it, which is the next step. So really how this all started was Aston suggested that, um, and, and I, I put it that way specifically because if you're gonna go to your man and you're gonna tell him what he needs to do to fix himself, mm. he's gonna be on the back foot. Yes. So never 
you never want to tell your man he needs fixing or that he should do something because yeah. men want to make their own decision. They want to lead yeah. their, their own life. Um, <clears throat> by so all do, means, suggest some things. Yeah, so, do, so does everybody. You know, yeah, I made that right. mistake a lot in the past. So if you're like telling your partner what they should be doing, I have love and mm, compassion for you because I know you're trying to help, but yeah. it is not received as help. And I've no. wasted yeah. so much time trying to help Adam when he didn't want help. Yeah. So, And I resisted that because it was yeah. coming in that way for years. And the moment that Aston... Just unattached. unattached. I literally just didn't... I stayed in my own lane. I remember deciding, I'm just going to stay in my own lane. You know, I... I had to be for myself what Adam wasn't being for me, which was hard. You know, I wanted him to be able to hold that space for me, that safe space for me to experience my emotions, but he just wasn't capable. You know, he, he didn't know how. So I was asking him to do something that he just was not equipped at that time. This is over three years ago. He was not equipped to be able to do it. So I had to decide I'm going to do that for me. So I learned how to hold space for myself. I learned how to reconnect to my feminine, embody um, all, all of these practices and tools which helped me to process what I was feeling and build my own emotional intelligence. And that's what I say to women all the time. Do not wait for him to be ready. You're going to be waiting forever. You're on a different timeline. Don't push him to be ready. You decide if you're ready, go and get the help and support you need. Reach out to me, find a mentor, read a book, like do the work you need to do on yourself so that you are meeting your needs. We need to make sure that your needs are being met. And then once your needs are being met, it makes it so much easier to then unattach from whatever your partner's going to do. And that's how it went for us. So mm. I was meeting my own needs and you know, validating my own emotions and reconnecting to my own little girl and going through that whole process. So then when Adam wasn't there for me emotionally, I was able to unattach and I no longer thought like created all these stories, which I know women do that. He doesn't care about me. He doesn't love me. He doesn't want to help me. He mm. doesn't want to support me. You know, I have, I know all the stories you're telling because I told them too, but they're not true. Like literally I can almost guarantee you that like 99% of the time it's because your partner is not capable of meeting you in that emotional intimacy. And that's not because you don't deserve it. It's not because you're not worthy. It's because they haven't learned. They don't have the capabilities. They don't have the skills. Like it's a skill set. Mm. And Adam had no idea. So once yeah. I could get clear that those stories were BS, they were not true, I and I did it for myself. I met my my own needs in that emotionally. I could then come to Adam and more from a place of compassion see that he was struggling some with some things. And, and I actually suggested in the beginning, I literally said, hey, babe, I'd love to connect with you on a deeper level. I'd love to spend more time with you. This is how I said it to Adam. And he was like, yeah, I'd love that too. And I was like, well, are you open to trying something a bit different? And he was like, okay, like, what is it? And so what I wanted to do and what we did, and I suggest for you to find something similar is we um, we got ceremonial, uh, ceremonial grade cacao and we made it. Um, there's another video we've done that you can probably check out on yeah, I'll link how to cacao that helped us in our relationship. On this video somewhere now, so you can click on that. Yeah. And, um, and we literally made a ritual of it. We made our own ritual after the kids were in bed every night. We sat down, we made cacao, we had candles, we turned all the lights off. We made it really beautiful, had some music on and just created, my intention was to create a safe space for Adam so that he knew that I was there for him if he wanted to talk um, and that it was safe, there was no judgment and we shared these rules. I said like, there's no judgment here. I'm not here to fix you. I'm not here to change you. 
I'm not even going to speak most of the time. This is just an opportunity that we'll both take our turn and we can share whatever we need to, whatever's bothering us, whatever is going on for us right now, but we are not here to fix it. We are just here to deeply listen to each other and, and like witness each other, see each other go through whatever we need to go through. And yes, support each other through it, but with a clear intention to just hold a safe space mm. so that the energy can move so that we feel safe to to even access those feelings and because i went in with that intention adam didn't know what he was signing up for but he he felt safe mm. and so every night and we did that religiously every night for a year i think at least yeah, or at a couple least a of years yep and it's something we still love to do mm. you know um because we always end up feeling more deeply connected Adam ends up feeling like he's accessed more parts of himself or he's released more emotions and feelings because that safe space is is created. Yeah, it was really powerful for me and it can seem like such a simple process, but it's it's really profound having that space, especially if you're someone who's who's had these events or traumas from the past that are preventing you from really accessing how you're truly feeling. Having that safe space is just it's yeah. it's a game changer. Yeah. And then over time, because we did it for a long period of time, it helped to build that new belief mm. that I was safe to share how I was feeling um, and communicate it to whoever I needed to communicate it to. Yeah. And it's been a really life-changing process for us. It's honestly been life-changing for us. And we share this with the couples we work with and the women that I work with. And it really is the key is just creating that safe space. That mm. It sounds so simple, but if you think about your day, you're not creating these safe spaces, these no. intentional safe spaces for you to even for share how you're feeling or your partner's feeling. Yeah. And the key is to really make sure that your intention is that, that this is a safe space of no mm. judgment. I'm here to deeply listen and support you in this and be curious. Like I had a curiosity about, I wanted to understand what was going on underneath for Adam. What were his emotional needs underneath what he was telling me on the surface? that I couldn't understand. And if I could just listen and hold that space, I would be able to see them. I'd be able to experience them. He would start to just let them out. We even had a journal and if things came up for us that we didn't mm. want to speak, we would then journal them down. Mm. Um, and it was just, it was profound and it still it is profound, yep. you know? Um, but I think the key is creating that safe space, having that curiosity um, and that willingness to see your partner's side that, you know, whenever we went into ceremony, whenever we sat and had cacao, I took all my armor off. I took all my walls down. And that was also Adam's intention. Mm. We decided we're coming and we're, we're stripping naked, like not literally. I mean, you can if you want, but um, we're, we're taking all the walls down. Yeah. We're taking all the masks off and we're just, this is who I am. And it's so powerful to be witnessed and experienced by your partner as all of who you are, because truly we've worked with enough couples now to, to really understand, and we've gone through it ourselves, yeah. that all we really want as human beings and in our relationships is to, to be ourselves, to have full permission to be loved for who we are. Yeah. You know, for you to love and accept me as I am right now, even if what I am right now is not really what you want me to be, yeah. and or really what you think I'm capable, capable of, or, or not my full potential. And this was our experience multiple times. like. Do not look at us and think, oh, yeah, it was easy for them. Oh, my God. So many challenges and so mm. many times Adam was not where I wanted him to be or not who I wanted him to be or, you know, and I'm sure he felt the same. He didn't communicate it as often as I did. But um, the only way to move forward was for me to accept where he was. 
to love and accept him where he was. And that's the only way he was ever going to find the courage within himself to access more parts of himself. Mm. Not by me shaming him, criticizing him. I mean, it's the least motivating thing in the world, but we all do it. We all fall mm. back on it, back onto it, as if that's how we get what we want. Yeah. And fear is not the answer. It, it, you know, you might, occasionally it might work, but it's not long lasting. And it really erodes at the trust and the love in the relationship and the safety. So if you're constantly threatening mm. your partner or criticizing them, you know, Men are sensitive as well. Like there's this myth that men are just strong and hard and everything just slides off their back. Yeah. They're sensitive too. They also have a heart. So mm. if we're constantly using our words as weapons, they are going to lose trust in us, ladies. They they are not going to see us as loving and nurturing and supportive. They're going to see us as the opposite. They're going to literally see us as the enemy. And for years, Adam saw me as the enemy. And, you know, this is how... I was able to shift it. I put my own swords down. I put my own walls down, created that safety for him and um, really got curious about what was going on underneath. So, and it was beautiful. And then I started to experience him on a deeper level. So it was just mm. so important. It was so worth it. You know, yes, it was hard, but it was so worth it. And we accessed like a level of vulnerability in ourselves and in each other that mm. we've never experienced before. So And I, I love powerful. what you said about the um, the safe space and containers you know, like referring to society as a whole, if you look at your life in general and you look at where you go on an average day, your workplace, mm. most people's workplaces are a threat. You know, yeah. you're constantly in fear of your boss or um, maybe you don't get along with all your colleagues. It doesn't feel like a safe space. Even most of people's families these days, yeah. with don't... your parents, your brothers, your sisters, mm. it's or not even normally. Your own home. Like even your you're own home. you're fighting with your partner yeah. and then you're fighting with your kids. and That's not a safe you know. space either, either. And I think this is, it's so critical that we intentionally create these safe spaces. And the first the first one you can create is with your partner. Mm. Um, it takes some effort. Yeah. With yourself and then with your partner, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it takes and some intention and some effort, but it's it's so worth it and it can bring so many rewards. Mm. So it's really, yeah. really and worth investing. if you want some in. more support with this, come and reach out to us. Mm. Like, click the links below, have yeah. a look at our work, reach out to us because we create these safe containers for our clients. For the couples we work with, for the women we work with, we create that safe space. So you're held, you're loved, you're fully welcomed, you're mm. supported. Um, you know, we're literally holding your hand as you walk through this and we're meeting you where you are, exactly how we have to in our own relationship. You know, we literally, we walk what we teach. Yeah. Like, you know, we walk what we talk. Like we hear this from clients all the time that we're so relatable and it's real life because we're going through it too. So, you know, if, if you can relate to this, please know you're not alone. I hope it inspires you to really open your heart to your partner because truly, if you want to see your partner's heart, the answer is for you to open your heart to them. Yeah. Like that is the answer. And I know it is hard. I know women as well. We haven't got time to go into it today. I know women have not felt safe to express their emotions. And if you have liked mm. this video, we might do another video um, talking about that for women. But if you want to experience it in your partner, you must open your heart to them. Yeah. That That is the doorway. So um, we really hope that you give that a go. And yeah, share with us in the comments what landed for you. And um, yeah, we'll see you in the next video. 
Thank you so much for being here. I've absolutely loved spending this time with you and I hope you got so much value from today's episode. If you have, please leave an authentic review. I would love that. It means the world to me and share it with a friend or sister who you believe could get value from this too. And I would love you to continue the journey with me. If you want more, come and join the free Facebook community. Here you'll find even more advice, tools and support to help you have that relationship you deserve as a worthy woman. I cannot wait to see you on the inside. Редактор